This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. This scent is closed wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to Grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. Yo, 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 yo I know it seemed foreign I know it seemed like it's been a long time And I truly apologize um, Due to, you know uh, uh, Unforeseen circumstances You know, I haven't recorded in a while um, A lot of people have reached out to me uh, Asking what's going on I appreciate that Let me know y'all thinking about me So, without further ado, man We back, I'm back up in this motherfucker, man Took a little, little hiatus, you know what I'm saying um, But you know Welcome back Welcome back to the Kane is Able podcast Today For my uh, Coming back show I got my big brother Be easy with me How you doing sir? What's up man? Thank you for having me Man thank, thank you, you man Thank you man It, it was only right That uh, I come back how I started You know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I come back how I started You know what I'm saying And um, over the last couple of weeks You know it's been a lot going on um, But one of the most relevant things right now That's going on Is the BMF series man yeah. So being that me and you started this this thing, well, I started this podcast thing with the uh, Snowfall podcast along mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I thought it'd be only right that you know today's show be about BMF since that's the hottest things popping right now. Where the world is BMFs. The world is BMFs, and you know yeah. that's one of the things that fucked them up originally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, to get started, man, just tell me. Um, so far we what four episodes in? I think. Six. six, six episodes in. Yeah, six. What you uh, what you what you thinking? Like, what you thinking about the acting and the, the plot and everything? Like, like what, what you thinking about it? I'm like the acting part. I ain't really looking at the acting too much because a lot of the people I don't recognize. Like, I recognize the mom and the dad. Um, of course, like Snoop Wood Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother. Mm-hmm. Recognize them, but like the guy. Who, well, you know, Lil Meech. You know, I don't recognize him. Yeah, um, his. Brother, the guy who played T, him, the little sister, like people like that. Well, you, you know the guy that played T. He originally was on a uh, All American. Oh yeah, somebody did say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I, was he? But he wasn't the main character. Well, he was not the main character. But you remember um, when the main character dad first came back in his life, he bought that that kid from I think it was Arizona because he had been dealing with the kid mom. Was that like the second season? Yeah, yeah. See, I stopped watching after the first. So. Damn. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it was just too much high school stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And uh, to continue on to the acting too was similar with the actor from All American, mm-hmm. also with Franklin from Snowfall, and mm-hmm. with one of the actors of BMF Lamar. Mm-hmm. They all is like British. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so, so we can't bring Franklin into this because Franklin, that dude is a beast. Yeah, <laughs> you seen his Cat Williams impression? No, I didn't. Oh man, this nigga sounded just <laughs> like Cat Williams. He had the hat and everything. Oh no, I mean I, the hair and everything. Oh, I, I, I'm about to go look at that up then because yeah, I, I have not seen out. that. I think he put it out on Halloween, but but yeah, that's crazy. A lot of them British dudes be getting them um them jobs, but like as far as the acting wise, I don't really look at it. I ain't too critical on the acting. Normally, mm-hmm. I'm critical on the acting, but I ain't really too critical because there's people that, I don't know. That's why I asked your ass because you yeah. normally give motherfucker a hard time if they, yeah. if they ain't doing right. As I heard people say, like, they don't like the acting. Like, they don't like Meech, uh, little Meech acting or whatever. So I kind of give him a little bit of leeway because he's new to the game or whatever. And, yeah. You know um, what I'm I ain't really watching it for that. I'm kind of watching it for, for the, the story. Yeah, because the because Because we all... Whether you listen to rap music or just had friends or family that lived in Atlanta, or especially Atlanta around that time, that was going on. You, you, it's like a myth. Like you heard about, mm-hmm. you know, BMF and and all of that. So now that somebody put it on screen, you're gonna be more interested in the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I did some some research, and uh, apparently, Fifty moved Lil Meach to Cali a couple of years ago. Oh, they put him in class just to put him in acting classes. You know what I'm saying? So like I was trying to tell somebody, um. We could be critical of his acting. That don't mm-hmm. mean he should stop acting. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not too worthy to not be, you know, criticized. But we understand, you know, this is his first role. Mm-hmm. It's his first role, so it's gonna sound like he's reading off a piece of paper. <laughs> you know, that's how he sounded. I, I mean, it sounds like he's got a piece of paper with a twang to it. He don't. They, they don't give him a lot of like monologues and stuff, so that make it better for him. He only have like a lot. He do a lot of like one and two liners, mm-hmm. and you know, what I'm saying it's a lot of like motion with him. So it ain't not, like. The scene with Wood Harris, I forgot his brother name. His brother last name Harris, Harris too. too. Yeah. Um, the scene with them two in the barbershop. Yeah. That was a good scene because they scene. was going back and forth. They had chemistry. Yeah, yeah, and they had like a lot. That's, you know what I'm saying? They had a lot more like more dialogue in that scene than like Meech have a T, I have whatever. T even have more, more speaking parts than Meech have. Um, to me, Meech sound like you remember when you was in high school, elementary school, and they made you uh take part in a play. <laughs> He sounded like somebody who ma- they made take part in the play. Not, not, not even not even that, but you know, like you go home, you you recite your lines, you memorize them, but then they tell you, but kind of act like yourself or kind of act like the character. So it's like you're trying to put that spin on it. Yeah, but you you're not really acting. You you're reciting what you memorized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we could tell that he know his lines, but it's nice like he's trying to act the lines instead of just Doing being it. in the character. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But that'll take. But see, this is a big role for him starting oh, yeah. out. Yeah, you you came out the gate shooting for the stars. Mm-hmm. They ain't gave you nothing small. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, we we ain't gonna because I've been seeing the, the comparisons to the wire and snowfall. No, we not that. gonna do that. We ain't gonna do all that today. We ain't gonna do all that today. But I I want to start off about um, you know, the show is based off you know loosely based off true events. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anybody that's 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 from Detroit around that time, that time frame, or, or came up Detroit? No, nah, I don't know nobody who. Not not of that age, cause I ain't realized meeting them really like meeting them in their fifties now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I don't know anybody that age that was like growing up then. So mm-hmm. no, nah, I don't. What about you? Nah, nah, nah. Like I knew some guys. Uh, well, I, I know one guy, uh, but he's around my age. So he talked to me before when the uh, whole White Boy Rick movie came out. Mm-hmm. So he talked to me about about the Curry brothers, and you know I'm saying he told me even before then about the Chambers brothers. Like he told me about like who the man was, and you know the whole Maserati Rick stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a lot of people didn't know that BMF originally. I think a lot of people think they started in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like I think a lot of people who was like oblivious to their whole yeah, movement. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people just showing people that nah, it was way way before that. Mm, I knew they started in Detroit, but I didn't know how big they were 
in Detroit. Like, I thought maybe they caught a lick in Detroit, whatever stuff, you know what I'm saying, happened, and then they moved to Atlanta where they could make a lot of mo- lot more money or whatever. But I didn't know they really was popping. Popping in it, yeah. Like and it's, it, 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 yeah, it seemed like around that time, everybody was popping. If you had your hand in the game back then yep. in Detroit, it's like everybody was popping. So we ain't doing no comparisons. But again, hey, man, this Lamar, <laughs> this Lamar wow now. I ain't going to say he Omar, but his character is a wow. And I did some research, and he's supposedly be a real person as well. Yeah, and because me and, um, shout out to B. Scott, uh, Brandon Scott, we were, because um, a couple of days before, somebody, before this post I saw, um, I I was like, I wonder if that was a real person. So I went in and Googled or whatever, and the, um, I guess one of the like directors or whatever the show mm-hmm. was like, he ba- he loosely based it off a few people, mm-hmm. not just one person. And then um, a couple of days later, it was a post. And I was like, you know, what I'm saying, was it based on a real person? And Brandon was like, yeah, it was based on a dude named Lamar Lathan. Go look it up or whatever. So I went and looked it up, and they were saying that like it was based on him, but Lamar. I mean, no, the dude name is Lamar, Lamar. But, but on the show, his name is Omar. No, 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 no. On, I mean, damn, his name is Lamar on, on the, the show. show but in real life, his name is Layton. Layton, and Lamar's yeah. last name is Simon. Lamar, yeah. his name is Lamar Simon on the show. And the dude, real dude, name is Layton, Layton Simon. Simon. Yeah, Layton, Layton Silas. Silas. So that's close. You know what I'm saying, name yeah. wise. And they were saying he's still alive. He's still alive. So I actually saw a post. Uh, I wish I would have saved it. It's a guy that went and actually found him. I, I think he's may, maybe part of Fifty Crew or something like that because he, he tagged like Fifty and all that. But he mm-hmm. went and found. Him. He's a he's short like 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 Lamar is, mm-hmm. but he's light skinned Um. And then yesterday when I was riding, I actually saw a, a small snippet of the uh, of the girl Kato, the real Kato. Oh, for real? Yeah, um, she's older, older lady, but she was talking about how her mom house was the spot. You know what I'm saying? Because like, she said her mom cooked for the neighborhood, so she was saying how she started out as being basically like the girl who would uh, when you came to the door, she do the transaction at the door or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then she said they caught her putting some money in her pocket. Oh, and you know, that when they got rid of her. So you know, in the show, they got mad because they said that she was supposed to be selling fifties, but she was cutting deals. Remember, like in like episode one or two. Oh, okay. You know, what I'm saying she was like, yeah, they caught her putting some money in her pocket. You know, what I'm saying shaving, but they, but they, they loved, they loved her so much and her money making so much where they didn't fire, they turned into like a like the runner. You know, what I'm saying you go 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 pick this up, go grab that brain. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, but um, she's real as well. She actually even showed the bullet holes, um, where I forgot the guy's name actually pulled up chasing her sister that was driving one of them dudes' cars. And she pulled up to the crib and ran in the crib, and dude came up busting. I want to say she said it was Lamar. Wow. Um, but yeah, so it's a small snippet on her as well. That's um, the, that's well, real quick. Before, I don't mean to cut I, cutting you off, but I don't mean to. <laughs> while it's on my mind, like you know how you were saying about the acting or whatever. Yeah. That's why I don't really like judge the acting. Now, like I say, I'm judging the story because it's like real stuff, and a lot of the stuff be like based on like like Actual if you do the research, it's mm-hmm. based on real events. So you kind of see how they play out the real events. You know what I'm saying? Play out this real event right here. You fresh out of prison, uh huh, and you pull up to your ex house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The ex that you, uh, I guess, um, took in her child is yours. Mm-hmm. And a little pretty light skinned motherfucker come out the door while she's standing there with a robe and give her a kiss. What going through your mind? You fresh? You fresh out of the hospital? I forgot. He, yeah, because he's crazy house. That's another thing too that to get. The, I'm gonna get your. So there was like. Back in that time, around the time, the reason why he got out of jail, well, got out of the mental institution so quick is because the government cut the funding mm-hmm. for the mental hospitals and mental mm-hmm. health and all that kind of stuff. So yep. they basically had to let him go because yep. they couldn't afford it. So that was real. So that, you know what I'm saying? So me coming out the crazy house, um, and I'm already, you know what I'm saying? It'll probably been on. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably been on. Because you don't got nothing to lose. You just got out. 
and and I, I came home to the only thing I thought I could come home mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming at that time he probably in his thirties, early thirties. I'm assuming. I don't know. Late twenties, twenties. I maybe mid twenties. Either way, he he was looking at it. He was looking at it like them boys was little kids. Uh, he was looking yeah, at Mitch and Terry. You know what I'm saying? So just the mindset. I'm a grown ass man, and this little kid is come pop, is popping my my girl. Else to him. I wonder how old she's supposed to be. Because she, she's definitely older. Because remember, um, she had what three? Well, that don't make you older because you got kids. But I think it was a scene where she was like kicking knowledge to me when they was laying in the bed after he just had to fight with his father, mm-hmm. and he went over there and she was like, I don't understand why you still there. Like she was kicking knowledge, like nigga, like. Go get your own shit You know what I'm saying yeah. She got her own shit Cause you know later In a, a later episode Meech go see his baby mama mm-hmm. And remember they do what they do And she's like Oh nigga hurry up Before my mama get home So that they're showing like How young Meech Yeah What What a what his, So his baby mama was young I think his baby mama Still in high school Yeah 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 And yeah. he was still in high school No not, not Meech me, me, Meech, Meech, had done, older, he was Meech a, had done dropped out So he probably no, was, I'm saying he was high school Cause how old Terry is Was Terry a senior This Terry senior year Okay. This, this gotta be his junior or senior because remember he went to the uh the counselor. The, no, yeah, and we asked him to go to the college um uh-huh. the college fair. Mm-hmm. So this gotta be, you know, junior senior. Junior, I'm, senior. I'm, I'm, and he was driving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'ma say Meach probably supposed to have been a senior. Oh, uh, supposed uh, to have graduated. Or, the, so. or already one year out, something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I, I think so he dropped out of like ninth grade, eighth grade, something like that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so you come home, somebody already bamming your shorty. And you see it And you see it They and, hear about it And he, you remember He was sitting in the car Singing a the song then Smoking a the black I forgot what song He was yeah. singing but he, but he was rapping a song then So I think then That what lit the fire under him It wasn't even about The drug game no more I think that lit the fire under him Like how can I get at these niggas Well she did She what, didn't Cause the first few episodes I watched it But I didn't like Pay pay close attention But didn't he like Confront her And was like Stop dealing with me Or whatever And um, then no, 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 no. He was like, um, "Don't be, par- don't be parading my daughter around that like that pretty boy nigga Meach." That that was when she came. That was after he tried to go to the school to see the little girl. Okay, and he okay. And he got into it with like the teacher or whoever it was. So then yeah, when she yeah. pulled up the buddy house at the call fast. Oh, you know and the homeboy was there and yeah. kind of calmed him down. I, okay. I think that buddy daughter. Uh, somebody else said that too. Maybe it was you. I saw your. Did you post that on social media? No, but I think I, I heard somebody else say that they think that's his. Daughter yeah, I, I saw somebody say it too. But that that's when the the, the light kind of went off of me. Just cause like if that ain't your daughter, like why 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 you feel so sympathized to save him? Like when they when mm-hmm. Meach had him and he see her, you know what I'm saying? And even like the interaction he had with uh what her name was Mo, mm-hmm. the, the mama, when mm-hmm. she came to the fuss at Lamar, you could say he's like, What's up, Mo? You know what I'm saying? It's kinda like they got some type of uh-huh. co- you know what I'm saying, some connection. And then you know the little girl is light skinned, that nigga light skinned. Um, but anyway, I think that's what like set me talking. Think about it, like how I'ma get at you. You know what I'm saying? You got money, I ain't got no money. Oh, you so, set Lamar off. Yeah, that was, that was, that was set Lamar. So I, I think niggas was looking at how can I get at these niggas? They got money. I ain't got mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? I guess streets talk, and he found out them boys beefing with 12th Street. So now it's been the older conniving nigga. Well, yeah. let, let, let me join the other side. You know what I'm saying? I can't go at these niggas by myself. You know what I'm saying? So now you don't formulate a plan to because I, th- I think he the one that shot Terry. Yeah, some people were saying they think it was um the young boy with the uh with the box too. From which side? From the 50 boys. They think it was him. I saw some people say that. The homie? Yeah. B-Mick? Yeah, him. Why? I don't know. They were just saying they think it was him. Nah. I mean, if it that is. Was, that was, you know it all kind of that, talk about it. Yeah, that'd be a great plot twister. But, yeah. I, man, listen. I, I, at that time, they weren't, it wasn't no friction between Terry, Meach, and B-Mick yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think at that time, he because he was pretty much running the street crew. But he was he thought he was like them three at top. 
So I don't think he would do that at that point in time, which he did go missing. No, did he go missing right at that time? No, no, he, he was missing a couple episodes. A couple later. episodes later, you know what I'm saying? At that time, he was ready to go, you know what I'm saying? Let's go find these motherfuckers. Yeah. So I don't think it was him. But the reason why I think it was a Lamar was because he the one that put the word out that J-Mo did it. Because that, now yeah, he that. He did put the word yeah, out. Yeah, he, he told his, the light-skinned homie that he ended up killing. Hey, man, put the word out that that J-Mo the one that put the hit out on the Flinder nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew that would start friction between them two crews. You know what I'm saying So again If I come out of prison I'm by myself I ain't got no money All the niggas that I ran with Are gone mm-hmm. I need backup I need firepower To, to go at these niggas Because really This nigga popping my baby mama. It ain't about the money mm-hmm. It's about I came home And you done took my shorty my, my, my kid You know what I'm saying So I think he formulated a way To weasel his way into a crew Not really giving a fuck About the crew You know what I'm saying I just want the backing The money And me to go at this nigga Because now he was so focused On, on Beach and Terry mm-hmm. So I don't think it was B Mick. I really think it was him. And then that happens. So now uh, he start making a little bit of money. But I think that at the same time he making money, now he's getting influence on the crew because they done knew this nigga was crazy. Because the scene when my man was popping the <laughs> popping the big donkey in the bathroom. In the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> hey, in my mind, I'm thinking like that, that'd be that's something I do. That's what I'm thinking about my mind. That's what I do. And, and you know, she come out, she was like, same time tomorrow, baby. He said, same place, different position. I said, that nigga, wow. <laughs> He's a wow. That's why I said. And then he take his fingers and, and grab my man chili fried. I ain't even pay that no attention. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, but it's like, hey, you could just have that. You can have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that dude crazy. Yeah, he is. He crazy. And, but did you see how he tried to, uh, in the last episode, he actually kind of dressed like Omar? With the oh, long. yeah, with the black. Somebody said that was a, um, they did that on purpose. But I don't, I don't know how true that is. I don't know what they did on purpose, but it was the same long, long, long trench, long you know, trench coat, the same snub nose shotgun, do rag, mm-hmm. all he had that. The vest on. Had the, he had the vest on? We we don't yeah. know if he had one. He ain't had it showing. Yeah. Um. So now my, my next scene would not my next scene, but my next question to you would be: So we both know the story is Terry and Meach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um. Did you see the episode where Terry met the? The big L Found out it was the woman She was like I only want to do business with you Because your brother too flashy Like the, the Spanish lady or whatever Yeah Yeah And you remember at the end of that episode <clears throat> When he was about to go meet her mm-hmm. Meet was like Yeah come on let's go He was like Nah you can't go meet She said you too flashy And then the, and the other dude Walk out the house He's like huh, Nigga say I'm flashy you, you, Oh yeah you, you don't think I'm flashy dude Yeah Can could Do anybody without I guess dropping names Do anybody in your mind Two two people Whether they friends Brothers cousins That you know That interacted closely like that That you could think One of them was kind of reserved and one was flashy like that. Anybody in your mind, whether somebody you know personally or just somebody else in the rap game, dope game? To me, I look at Baby and, uh, and Slim. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? That that that's relationship I thought about because I knew I heard of Baby and Slim before I heard of you know Big Meech and Southwest mm-hmm. T and all them. Mm-hmm. So is anybody that resonate to you? Whether it's somebody close to you in real life that you may know, or somebody in the rap game, movie game, whatever that resonate to you? That's like one's flashy, one's laid back. Probably mm, that would be on the same level. Probably like first thing like Dame and Biggs, mm. cause they, you know, what I'm saying a lot of people don't know who Biggs is, but he was like co-CEO of the label too, Rockefeller. Right. But he was like real quiet. But Dame was like real. He was making all the noise. So probably them. Um, but even in real life, that was something. They got like audio. Of Meech and Terry Fussing. I want to find him. And Terry Fussing telling, you know what I'm saying, he too flashy with all the stuff he was doing, especially when they was in Atlanta. So that came from real life. Real life. And, and you know, according to uh, some of the other documentaries I saw prior to this uh, series dropping, 
was that even though Meeks was the flashy one, it was the phone conversations that Terry had on his tap phone mm-hmm. that got him that got him the indictments going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so to spin back from the series into the real life stuff, um, did you see the the Instagram story or the Instagram reel that um, Blue Da Vinci posted where he was kind of threatening Fifty and uh, Stars about how how they better handle his name or he gonna come up there and they better beef up security and all that? I didn't hear about. it I read a little like a little. Paragraph or two about it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, don't let the glitz and the glamour fool you. Now that's still fifty cent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I actually uh, yesterday I actually just saw a short reel where I think it was uh, Russell Simmons was talking about how uh, Fifty pulled a Uzi out on um, Shug because Shug tried to wreck one of his um, video shoots, like like pull up on some shit. You know what I'm saying so again, it's still this. This the same fifty that caught a chair with one hand at a uh, uh, summer jam when he was uh, beefing with uh. Domination or whatever his name was, uh, the, the little crew out of New York when he was like first. Oh, when he first, first came, came out, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was performing on the stage yeah. and they threw the chair up there and then caught the shit with one hand and threw it back. Like it's still fifty. Yeah, and and like now, with the money from the network and all the other stuff he's doing, he can hire like some Russian security guards who mm-hmm. walk around with suits on. They just kill you, you know what I'm saying? Or I, I think he'll beat the shit out Blue Da Vinci just based off physics. You know what I'm saying Blue ain't gonna fight that man. He be, he be a he fool. Ain't fight that man. And and at the same time, if if you calling up threatening about how somebody gonna handle your name, what you worried about? What you hiding? I ain't even take like. I don't know. I, I don't even know if it's a he hiding nothing. It might just be. Well, you know they say no. That they say he snitched. Oh, that might be it. Then. They, they, they say he that snitched, but it, according then. to him, he didn't snitch. According to him, he uh he pled guilty. To some charges um, Oh and that's like, and, and, and informed Or agreed to Like yeah that was me During certain transactions So to some people That's snitching Regardless Like if you mm-hmm. cooperate at all You snitch um, But to the streets Just when they hear the word snitching They automatically assume You told on somebody Cooperate Yeah so that, I guess That's why he's saying Make sure you handle my name right Cause in his mind He didn't snitch Nobody don't know you, Blue. No disrespect. <laughs> nobody don't know Did you. Did he ever even drop an album? While he was he, he was the only artist. Yeah, yeah. And for the longest, a lot of people from outside of Atlanta thought Jeezy was like BMF's artist. Like, yeah, he never was. He never was. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people thought Fab was part of BMF, even, even though he came out with uh uh what was the crew he came out with in New York? Oh, um, Desert Storm. Desert Storm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But he had a lot of affiliation with BMF. But a lot of people thought Jeezy was like mm-hmm. BMF. Nobody knew who he was, Blue. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like blue like, light Nobody could pick you out of line I mean, <laughs> Only people from down They're really down here Really was listening to that type of music Back then Know who you are Just cause Jesus was dropping your name Or whatever but I don't even think They know him cause of that I, don't, I think that nigga became relevant When The first Documentaries About BMF started Oh yeah out. They had him talking Yeah, yeah they had him talking You know what I'm saying yeah. Like dude Like you came from Cali The one Meeks put out Yeah yeah, that when he was like, you know, if you want a bald nigga, tall yeah, nigga, nigga yeah. with hair, that's when we first yeah. found out who the fuck yeah. a Blue Da Vinci was, and then we went and, and, and tried to find some of your music, and was like, this nigga, this shit trash. trash. I can make a better album than that. Yeah, so. like, like nigga, what is you talking? about? I'm yeah. saying, so he's saying, don't play with his name. He gonna pull up security, all that. You can pull up. You can. Let me tell you about it, man. It was a um. So you know the uh, Chappelle show. One of the creators, dude, white dude named Neil Brennan, right? Mm-hmm. So Neil was like, they was somewhere, and it was a um. It was Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods got like this big seven foot white dude, whatever security girl. Okay, and he was like a dude. Want just he all the dude wanted to do was get a um a, a autograph. Mm-hmm. 
Little uh, like dude was like uh, Tiger wasn't feeling that shit that day. Well, nah, he, Tiger ain't even seen him. Tiger was walking, and the dude was trying to run up on him. Tiger, 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 let me get your autograph, Tiger. Little British dude or whatever. Yeah, said the damn security guard just grab a man by the neck. My man just fold up like a damn <laughs> a wilted ass plant and shit. He folded down. I was like, oh my god, Tiger, help! <laughs> Tiger just kept walking, nigga. Fifth ain't gonna even see that nigga. He ain't yeah. even know. Hey, them security guards gonna that, that's what they, they paid. That's that what they shit. paid to do. That's why this is off topic as fuck. It's soft topic, but that's why I didn't understand the backlash, the baby, and the dude, what his name, Kane Cone, caught. Um, uh, oh, when he hit that girl. When he hit the girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, your job is to protect the asset, to protect the artist. Yeah, so if yeah. you walking through a crowd and somebody hand come across your face you or the artist's yeah. face or a drink get thrown, you don't know who the fuck it is. Yeah. Your, your, your reaction is to turn around and protect the artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm sorry it was a girl. It, it happened a little lo locally, like the city I live in or whatever. Um, It was a guy. The girls were trying to fight or whatever, and she ran up on him. He pushed off, and she ran up on him. He oh yeah, the security guard. Yeah, so outside the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. backs a lot. Like a lot of people was like, "That's wrong. That's wrong." But them same security guards that was out there a couple years before had saw a girl get rotted like that, and mm -hmm. he was like, "You know, they was trying to be like acting like you know, treat like a woman like a, you're like a mm -hmm. gentleman. Chill out, chill out." They turn around, and when they turn back, she had a blade in her hand. Slice, slice, slice him up in the face a couple times. You know what I'm saying? So now that in the back of them, so that you can't take no chances with that. Man, listen, I am hired, if I'm security, I am hired to do a job. Mm -hmm. That's to protect myself, mm -hmm. the property, and, you know, whatever investment that we have on this property, whether it's an artist, mm -hmm. the owner of the club, the the, the 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 host, whoever. I don't give a fuck if it's an 84-year-old woman or a 14-year-old. You put your hands on me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's consequences behind that. And I, and I think that's one of those traditional uh, stigmas that we have. That you know No matter what Don't touch a woman But mm -hmm. I think some women Take advantage of that yep. Cause uh, my grandma told me About a situation Of something similar to What you said About how this guy Was being abused By his girlfriend You know what I'm saying Like physically abused mm -hmm. Because he would not Retaliate So she was like You know you, a, a person gonna keep Going further and further Till finally one day She took a razor And slashed him across his face mm. You know what I'm saying So now that's a scar You got for the rest of your life Because you want to be a gentleman And mm -hmm. I'm not saying Just go out there And beat up on girls What I'm saying is when you hire security, you have one job and one job only. Like even in the military, when you go overseas, a lot of a lot of the places that got caught slipping when it came to like um like uh uh not sacrifice bombers, but um uh hey, what's the word I'm looking for? Suicide bombers. Suicide bombers. Yeah. The, the reason why some of them were so able to get close to soldiers was because they put the bombs on children. Mm -hmm. So you know the children act like they want to come hug American soldiers. So now you let your guard down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with a woman. You're not thinking a woman is a threat to you. You know what I'm saying? So don't they get close, boom, they blow up, they blow up everything mm -hmm. around them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you hire security, whether it's at a building or you work you working for a person, hey man, you, yeah. you run up there if you want them. Yep. Run up there if you want them. And yep. I guarantee they can afford security, they can afford a good lawyer. So yep. if, you, if you think you're about to sue them because they, they popped you in the face or whatever, as long as the artist didn't do it, mm -hmm. you ain't got no case. That's man. something too. Um like when people first Get on or whatever Somebody else has said it um, Charlie Murphy He was like A lot of times The people first get on They'll get their homeboys Or whatever To be their security But it'll be like The the biggest nigga From the crew Big sure You know and, what I'm saying Bloods from around the way yeah. Oh, yeah And so they'll get them And the only thing They can do Is Street shit Street shit You know what I'm saying As far as like In the crew They ain't mm -hmm. making no music They ain't doing You know what I'm saying All they can do is So A lot of times Them niggas They gonna Rough somebody up Too much or whatever They ain't yeah. trained for that shit Nope But them trained niggas 
They they handle shit different. They handle they they they, they gonna give you a one two and it's over. It's over. Or they gonna put you in a in a, in a grapple or yep. a chokehold and, and that's that. They gonna embarrass. Now it's one thing for a hood dude like you say to to rough you up. You know what I'm saying? That's regular street shit. Yeah. So they put that on Snapchat. That is just two two guys jumping on one guy, whatever, whatever. But when you got that six, eight tall white guy, cause you know all black people think they can beat white people's ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you With got a suit it, and he got a suit on. <laughs> and he got a suit on. And that motherfucker John Wick kick you one good time in your throat mm-hmm. and then grab you by the arm and twist that motherfucker backwards and, and, and got you saying, please. I have you in the damn gutter <laughs> looking for your damn hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other different level of embarrassment right there. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's when you walk off talking shit like, nigga, uh-huh. I'll whoop it. You know I'm saying? You know you can't do nothing yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, um, and we definitely we always do this. We always venture off. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get my my take on on BMF. So far, so far, I feel like I have judged the acting because mm-hmm. I'm a person that I, I like to watch shows. So I'm, I'm gonna judge the acting, but I'm not gonna be critical of the acting. I understand that this is Meech's first time. I understand mm-hmm. that I think this buddy from All American. I think second second mm-hmm. uh, series that he's in, like the Harris brothers. We don't yeah, even got to talk about yeah. them because Wood Harris, for some reason, when they come to them, them drug dealer kingpin roles, yeah, they he, always put him on that. He he kills him, he kills him, which I, I hate the fact. But he's a little more. Uh, he ain't ace in this one. He, he he's more apple in this one because he kill him off. I mean, he killed his right hand man that that, that had tried to get yeah. Terry to, uh the new plug. I ain't even say apple because he he owns the stuff on this. Yeah, he owns the stuff. He owns yeah. the, own the stuff on this. And speaking of that, you see, he just got popped. Oh yeah, Apple. See, he just got popped. How how you go to a, a Halloween uh party and try to disguise your uh disguise who you are, but you only put on a fucking uh, half of a black. I don't even know if it was a Black Panther mask or what. But he had on a whole regular outfit, like a regular sweater and some jeans, and he put on like a like a wrestling mask. It was like he trying to conceal his identity. Man, they uh when he first came home, um. They showed him he he went to New York and they were show, acting like they were showing him love and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they doing like a little party or something. Right? Yeah, but they were saying he lived in either Maine or somewhere else. Did you see the interview that uh, Mitch Niece did? Uh, uh-uh. so they did an interview with, with Mitch Niece, uh, uh, Rich Rich Porter, not yeah, Mitch, Rich. yeah, Rich Rich Niece, and yeah. um, she basically in, in the interview said. We are out here today. We celebrating. We having a cookout. We drinking because we waited thirty years for this day. Like she, she, she said that in the interview, she was like, "We waited thirty years for this day, you know what I'm saying? And now my uncle can sleep in peace, can, can rest in peace." And she said, "We waited thirty years." She said, "We finally got justice today." Oh, that, they said that after he got killed. After he got killed. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. After after uh, Apple got killed and the word got out that he didn't survive, you know what I'm saying? Somebody found her and she was like, "Yeah, this, this, this is the day my family been waiting on for thirty years. Like we rejoicing, like we happy, we we, we celebrating the day. We gonna have a cookout. We drinking liquor, you know what I'm saying? This That's, is yeah, yeah." You know what I'm saying? That's gangster. That's gangster. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, that was your man. You snake your man. That, that ain't just like a random person that you had an issue with, like the Demencio guy or something like that. This, this was but your the man. movie, the movie don't make it seem like they really was. Cause he met him in jail per, based on the movie. I don't know about it in real life. Mm, yeah. Um. So how how really much but, can you trust that nigga? Yeah, and and for some reason the movie, for some reason ties them three together like like they came up together. But if you listen to the uh the documentary that um. His name was Faison, no, AZ Faison, mm-hmm. that he did just himself. He said that um, Alpo was already hustling like somewhere else, somewhere like kind, kind of low level. Him and him and uh, Rich had they little they little uh, uh, high rise or little storefront, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And somehow that he got introduced to them, and they started him out kind of lower level, and he worked he worked his way up. So. Movie make it seem like you know just three guys that got together and did this thing, but that ain't, that ain't how how I took the movie though. How you took it? I took it like 
Rich bought in Alpo because of what he did for him in prison. Yeah, Look out for him. yeah. So I, I didn't take it like, and I, and I didn't think um, Alpo. I mean, I, I didn't think AZ or, or Ace mm-hmm. really trusted him like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Well, like, you know he, he always thought he was too flashy anyway. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's another. One. You know what I'm saying? He always thought he was too flashy anyway. But um, again, to jump back into the Detroit thing, that brings me back to it. If you ever heard of uh, Maserati Rick and those guys? Mm-hmm. Um. I think during that time, which could have been Philly as well, um, I think any of the boroughs in New York, it was really money getting made back then. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot like, of money. Like when that crack epidemic, like during Frank Lucas, all those guys, the heroin days, it was yeah, it was money being made too. But when that crack epidemic hit, man. But well, when with with Frank Lucas and them, money was getting made. But it was only like a few big people making on making money. Mm-hmm. But when crack hit, everybody, everybody was making money. E- e- even the street dealer, yeah, they was, was making, making money. Yeah, they you know was what I'm saying, like, like you, you, you got your, your Maseratis, and I forgot the guy that he ran with name that was beefing with the uh, the brothers on um, the uh, the best friends gang. I, I've, I've got those brothers, but they was they was tough. They was basically like the assassins for Maserati Rick them, mm-hmm. and then they decided to start hustling and was like, well, shit, we was already muscle, so fuck these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Even in all the boroughs of New York, you know what I'm saying, with the Supreme team and all those guys, mm-hmm. like everybody was getting money. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if more BML, if it was more BMFs than we, I know they did it on a, the probably the largest scale for black people, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, you no know, more crews like that. Cause you know the um, the the movie, um, the uh, Nino Brown movie, um, New, Jack, New City. Jack City. That was based off a Detroit crew. Mm. That's based off of the Detroit crew. I wanna say it was either the Curries or the Chambers. But they they lived in a, a, a double high rise and basically like took, took over the over. whole building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what that movie was loosely based off. You know what I'm saying? The same way the wire was loosely based off of uh, Lil Melvin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be surprised if it was more like little little. And BM. he played in it. That's gangster. Yeah, and he played in it. You know what I'm saying? He was like what the pastor, like the yeah, advisor, the, pastor, the guy yeah. that's constantly yeah. Um, so I'm so far I'm, I'm I ain't gonna say I'm impressed, but I'm I'm happy. Yeah, they like, doing. They did. I look forward to Sunday to say, "Nah, I ain't gonna wake up Sunday morning and be like, boom, let me go get on demand." But you know, around about after football go off or maybe yeah, Monday, yeah. I, I'm gonna see it. Um, but what I'm looking forward to, and I think you've seen it that I haven't watched it is the the Black Cowboy shit. Oh, the harder they fall. Is that a movie or is that a series? It's a movie. One movie. Yeah. Okay, but um, you don't got to go into details about the about the movie itself, but mm-hmm. what you think about because uh. You know, the, the Lone Ranger was actually based off of Black Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of already had read up on that a year or two ago. Um, mm-hmm. When the, what is it, the Magnificent Seven came out. Mm-hmm. That's when I, I went to research whether that was a true story. And that's when they told me about that particular cowboy that Denzel played in that movie that was loosely based off the real. Uh, oh, he was supposed to be based off. Of, oh, he was based off of Bass Reeves. Yeah, he was based off of Bass Reeves in that movie, even though that wasn't like. One of the things Bass Reed like even though that story wasn't true, he was based off that character. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I found out about Bass Reed's read up for him. So now that this movie is out and it got a lot of I ain't gonna say A list black actors, but those they some good B B pluses. No, we got some A list black actors. I give uh the, the girl from the Moon Knocks, um I give her yeah, A plus. A plus. I a, give her A. She A list. Um Idris Elba A list. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um Jonathan Reed Jonathan Majors, he A list now. He played on um Lovecraft Country, he played you know. I, I was giving him B plus about to go into the A. Nah, he A. Once you make Marvel, you A. Okay. And you a major character in a Marvel, you A. Okay. Um the girl Zazzy Beat, she might be A. Who the minus. fuck is Zazzy Beat? She the likes she played in Atlanta. She played the girlfriend in Atlanta. She played a lot of stuff. She might be like 
B plus A minus. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But um, who else in the movie? Um, it, it was a show called Startup. It was on like TNT or something like that. But I wa- I watched it on Netflix. But that guy's in it. Um, it's a lot of lot of lot of black. Act- oh, um. Dale, what's his name? Dale Roy Lindo or something like that. <laughs> Man, I don't know. You know, you done seen him in a, in a whole bunch of stuff. Um, bald headed black black dude or whatever, older guy, but he's in it. I think I know you talking about. I Matter of fact, he plays Bass Reeves in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, um, what you think about it? Would you recommend it? Oh, yeah. Five stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna have to get on it. Um. Now we are gonna jump back to BMF. You be Mickey, right? You now you smashing Kato. Mm-hmm. Uh, based off You seen last week's episode mm-hmm. So you saw When they were in the car And he was like You know uh, The night Meets kind of showed me I don't think I want to Work with them no more mm-hmm. What's your next move You gonna be a, You gonna be You, got, you gonna be a, uh, What my man said On the um, The police movie With uh with Mark Wahlberg And what's in there you, you gonna go be a peacock And you gonna do your own thing Or You gonna try You gonna try to Do some conniving shit Cause you already know Kato on the conniving shit Now <clears throat> Kato already dirty, and she done put that damn gold pot of pussy on you. I, I, uh, I, w- I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have left me Janelle. I wouldn't have left me Janelle. Are you saying that because you see, uh, now <clears throat> how the story played out, or are you saying that because that is you as a person? <laughs> well, because if you he, leave me Janelle, you basically gonna be by yourself. Because he, even Meech and Terry left Pat. Yeah, but Pat got disrespectful. <laughs> Pat got disrespectful. Hey man, meeting them, <laughs> they basically at war with the mother, with the other side or whatever. And you will be either by yourself, or you have to switch sides. And if you switch sides, the mother dudes ain't gonna trust you like that. Well, shit. At this point, who you switching to? Cause uh, J Mo dead the the the, the second the, the what his name Fennel nigga gone mm-hmm. and now they done killed the old light skinned nigga you know what I'm saying and you remember the crew turned on Lamar what you gonna do join Lamar that's what I'm asking you nah I ain't joining and, and Lamar. you remember you remember Lamar already working Kato but she can't let that be known though she she because if she go to Lamar with but now you putting that pink pussy gold on him. You could come to him and say, hey, babe, listen. Lamar, but see how Lamar, I figured, like, if she go to him with Lamar, Lamar he, wouldn't, he wouldn't trust that dude. Because if, if I was B. Mickey and she took me to Lamar, the first thing I do is call me. He's like, yo, you can't trust old girl. But ain't that how it always happened, though? You get you got a disgruntled employee or a disgruntled person in your crew. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's how you look. And sometimes see, it worked, and sometimes it do be a setup. When you're de- you dealing in a game like that, though, because them boys try to be – too nice. No matter what you do with them in those games, they're going to want to be the man. Mm-hmm. So eventually somebody going to leave. So how you want them to leave? You want them to leave and snake you? Or you want them to leave how you want them to leave? And you you got to basically rule by fear because all that nice shit going to come back to bite you. Which I think that's a dilemma that Terry and Meach got within themselves. Because yep. Terry tried to be the rule by force guy. And Meech kind of, he only get ruthless with, for some reason when he talking to Kato, it seems like. Everybody else, he kind of be like, man, what the fuck going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when it comes to Kato, thank you, you can you, you wait outside. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you just don't trust her. Maybe that's, maybe, remember the thing you said earlier about um about how um 
they caught her stealing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he treating her like that because of she did something wrong in yep. the past. And he was like, you know, saying you, you know, we 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 the fifty boys, like you don't got no say so in what we do or whatever. Yeah, that that was early, and maybe he never let that go. Yeah, maybe he never let that go. But you see how Meats be trying to tell Terry to chill out when he be fussing at, you know, saying the workers or whatever. He's like, man, why y'all got to try to be so damn hard? You know, what I'm saying he he told Terry to, to give B B Mick a key. Yeah, he told him to give it to him, but he sold it to him for a discount because mm-hmm, he said then B Mick gonna think we all equal. You know, what I'm saying, but that's just like I said, I think that's the way because. Me look at it from this point. If it ain't, if it gonna affect the money, they don't need to fuck with. It. Like as far as like when everybody saying, "Hey man, you need to kill Jay Mocha," they say Jay Mocha the one shot your brother, and they was like, uh, "Hey man, it look weak that you went to finesse." He's like, man, "I don't give a fuck how it look." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he's looking at it from a business standpoint mm-hmm. always. Terry getting to the point where he's like, "Man, what's what? Get with the street shit." Mm-hmm. Until they had to bury old buddy. Yeah, then he realized he ain't as ready for that as he mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Now, now, can you imagine that? You go to your plug is. 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night Whatever the fuck it is It pouring out rain You see this nigga Shovel a nigga to death And then he tells you To bury the nigga I mean What you think I'm gonna do Not bury him I probably would've left I, Shit well, So he can <laughs> hit me in the head With a shovel <laughs> Hell no How fuck How deep you want This hole to be son Yes sir And you were the junior Senior high school Yeah man. Especially in high Hell school nah. High school me Nah What was your reaction When um when they was talking About the shit And, and mom Duke's pop, Matter of fact Before we get to that These gotta be some of the best Worst parents I've ever seen In my fucking life Cause they, they get cause they, I, I know they mean well I know they mean well But they so damn unappreciative Especially, nah. that, that, especially that damn Charles Nah I know my people To be like that too Don't bring no drugs In my house I don't want no drug money All that kind of shit like, Yeah but god damn Nah ain't no goddamn. Like I see it Like, if, But your family Wouldn't have your house In foreclosure neither I don't know that they, Has it ever happened I don't Nah I don't I don't think so Okay then But but still like He still was working And It ain't like They weren't working The mama was working It ain't like The, the parents weren't shit Just shit wasn't here that, That's what I'm saying They the greatest Worst parents Because all the work They doing It still wasn't enough I it, mean, it gonna get to the point where the wife gonna have to call Nate, tell Nate she in a bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even even like, let's say like they would have lost the house, they would have found some place else to live. No, but it's, it's sentimental value. He built that house with his hands. That's cool and all, but and obviously he don't give a fuck because he left. No, they kicked. Her, she kicked him out. No, he left him. Mean, he gave his key. I can't. Okay, yeah, he yeah, left yeah. on his own. He's like, Meech gonna be. Meech gonna be able to come when he want. Then I'm out. I mean, you, you, gotta, remember, you, you remember, stand on something. You remember Meeks went and paid the mortgage without them knowing. Yeah, yeah. They remember yeah. the daddy went to go make a payment where he went to go work something with the bank and came to find out was paying the full. He came home with an attitude about that and told, and told her to unpay it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing you can do. The money, the money gone. That, that same thing she tried to tell but, but the same thing, like what they said was, you know, if y'all wouldn't have been in this, we wouldn't have been in danger. Because now it's to the point where, yo, he, they trying to get him to leave the house and go somewhere else. How often do you read the snippets that they post? When the show starting, which I guess probably be the words of Terry or Meach. Like it'd be like the little. Snip. Nah, I don't, I don't read them. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> if you if you look at them and compile them all, basically what Meach is saying, <clears throat> if we were never in poverty, we'd have never hustled. We didn't we didn't choose to hustle. We cho- we started hustling because we had to because we didn't have shit, except a, you know that a Bible on the on the living room table. So based on all the messages that he done posted like prior to the show starting, that's what I get from it. Was that if we were never poor, we'd have never hustled. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that. I'm just going off what he said. He, he's like one of the exact ones was that we didn't choose to hustle. We hustled because we didn't have shit. You could have got a job. How you? Have, I mean, he tried what it was McDonald's and Wendy's. That's it. Hey, he could have got a job. 
And and then then you see Pat pull up and Pat got the Cadillac and what you know what I'm saying? I mean that's uh, it that shit sound good, but if it ain't like they was the poorest motherfuckers in the neighborhood. And everybody in the neighborhood ain't hustle. Yeah. So that's just that's just a that's just an excuse. It, I mean, that's I mean we from Dollison, Florence, South Carolina, Dollison really. I mean, that's eighty percent of the motherfuckers we know. I mean, of course, everybody gonna make it seem like, man, I ain't had shit. Me, I was bored, dead broke. Your people ain't <coughs> dead broke. They just ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I say is that's why I say it's a, a it's a it's that ain't that ain't, that ain't true. It's just, it was jobs you could have. Because growing up now, 80, 80 to ninety percent of the people I knew had dual parent households. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the first thing a person tell me, man, I, I was I got out the mud. I be you thinking ain't like, got out no damn I'm mud. like, bro, we was in third grade together. Like, nigga, you you stayed Tommy Don You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I, I didn't see you wearing the same thing every day. You know what I mean? So. That, like you say, it is an excuse now. That's I, an excuse. I, I can only speak for Dollison. You know what I mean? Dollison. I can speak for a lot of places. Like, I done heard stories where people, like, didn't have lights and all kind of shit mm-hmm. like that. They ain't had no food to eat. Yeah, they try, trying to warn a hostel with the stove type Yeah, shit. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Or had to get food from neighbors and all kind of stuff like that. Like, I can't attest to none of that. And, and, and I, ain't, I ain't gonna say I had the best childhood growing up, but yeah. my mom, which I, I kind of tie this to... Uh, Christian upbringing as well is that you know they they, they teach you not to be uh, greedy, so you know a lot of parents gonna provide us with what we needed for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get what we want here and there because I don't care how broke anybody from around from where I, from where we from claimed they was. They, they, they nobody come back to school after Christian break and say they ain't got they nothing. ain't got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, it ain't too many people. <laughs> Only people I remember who used to. Kind of be like that was like people that lived in the boys' home, the girls' home, whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But even, like, even ones that lived in the project, like they can't, they had shoes. You had like, shoes. Jordans. I, ain't, I had to buy my my first pair of J's. I bought them myself. My mom wasn't spending no bread on no nope. Jordans. But but I always had lights. I always had food. I, yeah, we got Pizza Hut every Friday. You know what I'm saying. Got to rent so, a movie, uh, a video game. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Finkless, knew us by face. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Finkless knew us by face. You know what I'm saying. Them used to hold me a Sega. <laughs> <laughs> they, they knew I was coming on Friday to get that. No, my mom was gonna write that check for nineteen. Oh, you rented the whole game. The whole game system. Oh, for real? The suitcase. Yeah, every Friday they knew that because I had the, uh, the the Super Nintendo at the time. Oh, okay, you know okay. What I'm so I, I, I like the Sega. So they knew every Friday you rented Sega for nineteen for 19, the weekend. Nineteen ninety nine for the weekend. Wow, that's what's up. But all the time you don't pay for a Sega though. We didn't look at it like well. So how my mom looking at it is make it to Christmas. Oh, and then you got the Christmas you made, and, it, and then remember you had them little tours with us, uh, the little magazines you flip and over, in and you go in a circle what you want. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's how I always went for every time the new game system come out. She'll rent it from Finkley's that whole majority of that year. Yeah, and then I get it for Christmas. So, um, I ain't, I ain't never really met nobody that could sit here and say, man, I was just so I flat broke on my to, ass. Like, I had to do this. Like not, it wasn't no not, kind of jobs around where you from. <laughs> like it wasn't nothing. Like come on, bro, you didn't want to work. Yeah, like I got a cousin. He started working at 14. Mm-hmm. He ain't had to, but he just thought he wanted to work, yep. so he wanted his own money. So he started working at fourteen. You mean to tell me you sixteen years old, you can't get a job? Can't get a job. I passed a dude last week. I know he walked five miles to work. I passed him while I was going, and when I came back, I seen him. He was still walking to work. What, he had what, a uniform. Well, you ain't got to say his name, but what what what's the old head that uh, worked at Piggly Wiggly forever? Forever. Some of the old dude. He had the limp. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if he had a limp, but you know he's kind of like like uh, had the good hair. Um, I like I, I know black his last name. Yeah, black. I know, I know his last name, but I don't really want to call his name. Anyway, um, but but he been working there since, from what my mom told me, I want to say since like the seventies or eighties. Yeah. Like bag man, you know what I'm saying? He was bagging groceries. Like, and when I got to high school, he was still there. When I graduated, he was still there. But the point I'm making is, if he could work, you could work. 
You were able by the 15, 16. Oh, you're a little slow dude. No, he ain't slow. No, nah, no, nah, he ain't slow. Nah, it not was at a all. slow dude that worked there a long time. I'm sorry, you know, mentally challenged or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He was definitely fully able, you know what I'm saying? But the point I'm making is if they could work, even until his 67, 80 at the same job. Yeah, you can get a job. I know somebody right now that graduated high school two years ago, and this motherfucker that had 10 jobs since then. Dog, that ain't me. <laughs> nah, that ain't I you. I had a lot. You know what I'm saying? But the point I'm making is, like, you can fight, especially nowadays with all this uh, discrimination stuff going on where you can't be discriminated because of how you look or whatever. Mm-hmm. So many uh, companies now taking felons. I know, I've seen people come home from prison, and now they they, they got they got their own 18-wheelers. They got the training to get the CDL for yeah. free. There's so many programs and stuff now, like, so I but, think that like I, I think me saying that is an excuse. I don't buy that. And it, it could be. I can't speak because I never lived in Detroit, so I don't know how it feel to yeah. not have heat or uh, or as in the show you got one one uh pack of damn hamburger meat and you know that what was saying? them at their house. Yeah, but she worked at Wendy's. But that, that was some grocery store packed meat though. I'm saying she worked at Wendy's. You at, mean to tell me you can't get a well they had four for foes by then? But and and, and then remember uh they he got sent to the store with the government stone um, with the stamps. He was sh- he was shaming. He was shaming that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, maybe see they, that's a little bit of cabbage because both of them living in the same house they getting food stamps whatever. But you don't want to pay with the food stamps. You shame with the food stamps. Well, it wasn't he didn't want to pay with them. He didn't want to pay with them in front and of from the, the girl. girl. I would say he shamed. Yeah, in front of the girl. But then you remember Pat told him, never be ashamed where you come from. So yep. I can't speak for I don't even like. Nowadays, you don't even know who on welfare because they need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I don't like that either. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know who on welfare or who getting wit because they need it. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some people are going to find a way to, to cheat the system, which is scamming. It's scamming. And in and, and certain aspects, fuck the system because it fuck us every chance to get. I understand. But the point I'm making is I, I can't say for sure. I know anybody that I grew up with that went to hustling that I could say, damn, that mother, they were so broke. I mean, that motherfucker had food. You know what I'm saying? I probably know about. I can think of a, a, a family I know that probably was kind of down bad or whatever, but, you know, they're doing good now, but it, it probably was a lot on the mama. I can think of one for sure. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of these people who, who I see or whatever, like, you know. Yeah, like, I, the people I grew up with, I think it was like their older cousins or brothers were yeah. already doing it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like. You were just that pro. You had to jump off the porch. You, mm-hmm. you you saw your cousins with new jays and mm-hmm. the, the jury or whatever. And you you wanted a piece of it, which, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. But like, don't saying, lie. When you throw the excuse out there, man, I can't. I got to get it out of the mud. You ain't got it oh, out of the mud. Come on, man. Yo, mm-hmm. yo man. Yo, people was at Honda or fucking Dixie. You know what I'm saying doing good, plan or something. Yup. Which is which I understand. Like I say, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with you taking another business endeavor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't but lie. Just don't lie. Just don't, don't lie. lie. Don't, don't, don't try to make it seem like you so down just because you got it out of this, that, and the third. Like, Because, you know, they, they try to make it out of, uh, you ain't from the streets, so you ain't supposed to be hustling. Like, like this only for street dudes. When some of the best hustlers was really the dudes that had some damn sense. Most of the street dudes that really got the most money wasn't... Didn't have to hustle. They, yeah, they ain't had to. You know what I'm saying? They had some sense. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why they were so successful at it, because mm-hmm. they, they knew how to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. But the guy that, that come from out the mud, uh, supposedly was a, such a hood nigga, he fucked the pack up all the time. Yeah, they, don't, they don't get too <laughs> fucked. Because they don't, a lot of times, them dudes, they don't know how to um, control their emotions and control their actions. So they, they'll go out, fly off the handle. But like some of the other dudes who, Really didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. They most strategic with it. Most strategic with and, it because and they, you know what I'm saying. And, so. and and the thing about that street guy, he gonna always think I'm gonna get it back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go to the to the gambling house tonight and mm-hmm. play dice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, now he done lost his whole reel. You know what I'm saying? But he thinking I'm gonna get it back tomorrow. Whereas that person that never really had to hustle because he, he had an okay life, but he done seen his mama say, "Baby, put something in your savings account." Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, when we go to the grocery store, hey, mom, um, 
I want Fruity Pebbles. She said, well, no, baby, this is the same thing as Fruity Pebbles, just a different name, but it mm-hmm. costs less. He 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 done been able to see that. So he could he could articulate that to the game towards the, the the nigga that claimed he got that from the mud. He don't know shit, but how to flip what he flipping, and then when the, when the flip don't work, he mm-hmm. he got to go back to what he know what is. Damn dog, hey man, throw your boys up. Or or like you say, like how to, like with the mama telling them this the same as this, whatever. Even like you know you don't got to get them shoes. Just shoes are shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or a car is a car. Yeah, they gonna get you from point A to point B. You don't got to be flashy yeah. with it nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a whole lot of because because if you that. look at it, growing up. Meats might have felt like he had to hustle because he was the oldest child and what the family was going through then. Mm-hmm. Terry didn't have to hustle. Nah, because Terry was, seemed like, they make it seem like Terry was going to go to a good college. He had mm-hmm. good, good grades and all they, that. They, he was the golden child. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He was the golden child. He was smart and all that. And your brother was already hustling. Mm-hmm. So you ain't have to hustle. You was, mm-hmm. was, was going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Even if the house, even if the household was poor, your brother went poor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Again, like you said, that that that's an excuse I think a lot of people have used to try to uh, le- not legitify, but like validate why they do illegal activities. But just own up to the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, hey, man. Now hey. some of these motherfuckers, you know, they might not got out of the mud, but some people psychopaths already. So. Oh yeah, that, 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 it's I, a lot of crazy motherfuckers out here. And again, you say that word in front of a lot of people, they they ain't gonna know. But like they don't heard this the word before, but they don't exactly know what a psychopath is. But I was gonna say. I think mentally us as black folks, you know what I'm saying, we we are we gravitate to the show. We gravitate to the attention. We gravitate to the the hood love. You know what I'm saying? So what quickest way to get that? For that well, I ain't gonna even say black people. I'm gonna say people in general for some reason. Mm-hmm. So like if you look at like the Sopranos, one of the biggest shows, mm-hmm. that shows a certain lifestyle. Yep, the mom. Um what's another what's another like gangster movie that's not like black people, but like it get put on us too. But it's it's everybody. I don't know why everybody tends to um gravitate toward like you know even like rock musicians and all. They look because, for the bad boys and be, all that kind because of stuff. we flashy in a different way. Like a, a white mobster or white um entertainer is flashy in a, in a way where he might have a a twenty car garage at his home. But well, well, I ain't, I ain't talking about like the flashy part of it. I'm just talking about that that. The attention type part? of person, yeah, the attention or whatever. Because mm. even them, they look a certain way. Like you know that that ain't no business, man. Like you can look at them, especially like up in that area mm-hmm. where they were where they was popping at. You could tell, like they still had the jewelry and the cars and all of that. So you yeah. know what I'm saying. So they had a certain type of um, look about them. And, but people gravi- gravitated to those people too. You know what I'm saying, black and white. Um, and what's crazy is that You know we talk about Black poverty But if you listen to it, well, If you go look at biographies Or, or documentaries On a lot of the uh, People that was in the mafia Or the mob A lot of them That started it Like in the early 1900s mm-hmm. Came over here And was like dirt broke Yeah yeah you know They were poor yeah, so They, they, really, got they, they really got out of the mud But they And they The reason why they kind of Mobbed up together Was because they had to Because you know Like you said They came over here The people that The white people That were over here They were kind of Going against them Because mm-hmm. they weren't they didn't consider them all the way American. white. American, oh no, American, American, all white either. Like right. Italians, they mm-hmm. did, they went. They basically told Italians after a while, like, okay, we'll let y'all in. Yeah. Irish people, they treated Irish, Irish people like American, niggas. Italian American. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But when they first came, they had their own little section, little Italy, and all of yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they had to, even like Jewish people, they had to click up in order to survive. You know what I'm saying? But that kind of showed. Well, it makes me wonder where we go wrong. When we click up like that and we make all this money, and what I'm trying to say, 
like like with like with the mob, mm-hmm. like they were able to create five strong families. You know, the ones at the top eight great, of course, but even the ones kind of in the middle, the made men ate, ate pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were able to, to long live that shit for for years. You know, what I'm saying like like the mob is still a thing, but mm-hmm. you know they were and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of snaking in the mafia. There's a lot of mm-hmm. snaking going on. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying most time it was your friend that that off mm-hmm. you. But I just wonder why in the black community why we haven't have something that lasted so long. And I think BMF might have been the longest running. Uh, I don't want to say I don't want to call it a gang. I don't want to call it no drug operation either. Um, I'm gonna call it an organization. I mean, like you got to get in a a lot like the mob and all of that. They get into a lot of pockets, mm-hmm. so you got to get in by like, force. Well, not even by force. You got to you know you got to get in a police pocket. You got to have somebody. That's in the what police. I'm saying. But you know you just can't go up to a police and be like, hey man. This is what I want you to do, and I'm gonna pay you for it. And he's like, okay, cool. Like you that had, means you had to have some type of threat behind it or force. Or not necessarily like it was. Um, I forgot what I was watching, but it it was a like a fictional movie. But basically, the reason they they figured out who the person was because that person needed money, and so they were like giving information to like oh, the bad like, guys. Oh, like when they, they had like gambling debts and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So you you get in and you find out who got that or whatever, but that takes time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you 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 find a it might be a, a somebody you grew up with that's a cop, whatever. Yo, let me shoot you a little something mm-hmm. extra. Like I know of people that paid off, allegedly paid off police officers and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it came out or whatever. So like you got to get into them pockets, but then you got to organize get into like politicians. Politicians, and that's and stuff where it come like in. That. At. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that, and we we talking about movies, and you know we let me go on for a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this uh this little pick 'em with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna ask you, um, and I want you to pick, you know, which one you prefer. Mm-hmm. So first, we're gonna go with Friday or Beverly Hills Cop. Friday, easy, easy. Why? I just watched it more, and I know more than. Okay. It's more cultural for my age group. Gotcha. Beverly Hills Cop came out in the eighties. Okay. Friday came out in 94, 95. Juice or fresh? Hmm. Juice, cause I, I can't stand the little uh, Fat Joe, look, you young Fat Joe. <laughs> I'm in Yo, stupid I'm about to be dope. Yeah. I'm in stupid dumb money. It was son. a good movie. I'm with Stay by B. Yeah. All right. Uh, Boys in the Hood, a Menace to Society. Menace. I say Menace, cause I, I, uh, y'all say Menace. Mm. Um. Was it Training Day or Take Us? Training Day, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of all time. I got the hookup or baller blocking. <sighs> baller blocking. Really? Yeah, just it was a cash money thing. <laughs> I was I was rocking with cash money heavy back then when that came out. So okay, um, I know this is gonna, this is gonna be a dumb one for you. I don't know what your answer gonna be, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Mercedes. Or BMW Come on man BMW I know game, Baby the ultimate driving machine <laughs> I got the jacket on right now What are you talking about man uh, Alright uh, For your For your kids If you ever decide to have one mm-hmm. HBCU Or PWI Uh HBCU Hopefully And and I definitely want to know The reasons why Because I asked this question For a reason Because I got this hat on No no no, no. Oh I'm <sighs> Just for the experience, you know what I'm saying? I see a lot of people get from going to HBCU. And then, like, by the time my kids get old enough to go to college, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, maybe the situations will be a little bit better as far as, like, more kids going for, like, 
like more of the high profile sports kids going there to them and stuff. Um, nah, that's that's it. I asked that because me myself graduated from HBCU, side out uh, South Carolina State University. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had conversations with other HBCU alums, whether they came from A and T, uh, Morehouse, um, Allen, a lot of the other HBCUs, FAMU, whoever, and a lot of them have said. That they they kind of wish they would have went to a PWI, basically mainly because of the experience when it comes to like, um, the campuses and their facilities. Mm-hmm. So unless you go to like a Howard or like a Tuskegee, or, or not uh, Howard, <laughs> you ain't heard about Howard. No, what happened? Man, they protesting that Howard right now. Oh, really? Yeah, because they got mold and rats and all oh, kinds of shit. See, I, so I didn't know that. See, when, yeah. I, when I when I was at state, like Howard was like seemed one of like them, it was the prestigious, one of the prestigious one. one. Howard, even Hampton University, definitely mm-hmm. Tuskegee and those type of schools where you got high uh, alumni that give back. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, like, allegedly, um, like your facilities better, your labs better, your classrooms mm-hmm. better. Like when when I was at state, I, I really thought I was still at D high for real. Oh wow You know what I'm saying It's based on how the classrooms look Like we We had a Our lab at, at state Looked just like D-High lab You know what I'm uh, saying Like the computer lab Yeah Um, But then you know I graduated And my first job Was up in uh, Maryland mm-hmm. So then you know I started um, going to do These like little, little Campus visits Um, Kind of for like a, Like when college Is about to graduate You look like job fairs mm-hmm. And you know I go to the University of Maryland Or you know George Washington And James Madison These places I'm like what the yeah, fuck Yeah you can't <laughs> Them shit's like I, I was listening to one podcast and it was like a lot of them um, PWIs. They basically like banks. Like they mm-hmm. like they really like financial institutions. How right. much money they get back? Mm-hmm. That's so. like uh, the lady out of Lake City. What are they? Uh, Dollar Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the business the business building that USC is named after her. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But you know, she's from right there in Lake City. But but like you said, like it, it was like when we was in high school, you go play football at a stadium in Dallas and Hartsville, Lamar. You know, it's a it's some it's some grass, a fence around it. And some, mm-hmm. and some bleachers mm-hmm. But then you go back then You go to the upstate To like Union Gaffney Dorman One of them mm-hmm. schools you, you think you're in college mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So that's why Some of the people I know That graduated from HBCUs Kind of wish that They had went to a PWI Because of the The facilities um, And that's why I think It's going to be hard For high profile athletes Coming out of high school To go to HBCUs Because that, that's, that's, that's like Sitting in the living room And telling a guy That's coming from not, I ain't gonna say being broke, but coming from poverty, because these kids coming up nowadays be dressed better than a lot of adults coming out of high school. But a lot, a lot of the kids now that make it though, they don't come from poverty because you got it like, you got to take a like, you got to go to all these camps, you got to do AU traveling ball, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, and, and just, that's an all sport. It used to just be basketball, basketball. now it's football, mm-hmm. baseball, Travel play baseball. Ball. They play so, all year, so, so you yeah. So now it's gonna be hard for that HBCU coach to come in there and say, yeah, we're gonna catch a bus to every game. Yeah, we probably gonna stay at the Holiday Inn. Um, yeah, we probably only got steaks on Saturdays, and then you got somebody like, you know, uh, Nick Saban or Les Miles or somebody come in and say, "We got our own plane. We gonna always stay in a five star hotel. We you you, you, not, you never gonna wear the same cleats twice." Yeah, you know what I'm saying get, it's gonna be hard for that high profile black athlete to be like, "I'm gonna pass up. <laughs> I'm gonna pass up this uh, BMW and <laughs> go ride in this Caprice." You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, 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 mm. It's gonna take sacrifice. Everybody wanna go to heaven, but don't nobody wanna die. Yeah. So who gonna take who, who gonna be the guys? And and I, I think Dion kind of starting something, but he already rich. So he at any moment he could be like, you know what, the hell with this, I'm, and I'm straight because you know he, t- he took both his kids there. Well, I think 
Dion starting something to get the look and get the like, cause he's he was like, yo, why don't like one of the things he was like, why don't y'all these kids got their names, names on, on the their back jerseys, of the jersey. yep. stuff like that, like little stuff like that at the tape, cause it high schools with their names on the back of the jersey, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it ain't gonna take much, but well, I mean, the start to change don't take much, but it'll take a lot, like you said, for you a five star linebacker coming out of high school, and you sitting and talking over with your parents, you don't you don't talk to Coach Buddy Pew from South Carolina State, and you don't talk to uh, I ain't gonna say Nick Saban because Alabama that is cheating anyway. But you you just talk to the guy from say Virginia Tech, and and you sit there looking at the pamphlet for state, and you sit there sitting, and we ain't gonna talk about the money, the embezzlement, none of that. So we just talk about the facilities, the the stadium. It depend now it it'll depend on what kind of contract I can get. Yeah, now outside of you know what who, I'm you, who okay even with that where you, where you think gonna get the bigger contract at? It depends. <laughs> it depends on like. The guy right now is the third string quarterback at Ohio State signed a, a million dollar um, image and likeness deal coming out of high school because he was supposed to come to, um, to Carolina, but then when Muschamp left, he uh, decommitted, and now he's the third string quarterback at Ohio State. But he signed coming out of high school a million because he was a five star quarterback in high school. Don't even start, but he's able to get a million dollar image and likeness deal. Now ain't no way you gonna tell me HBC gonna give you that. Well, no, it ain't the HBCU gonna give you that because mm-hmm. he five star. He gonna get that million dollar deal regardless wherever he go. But but you don't think they had any influence on where he went? Mm, it depends on like the deal. That's what I'm saying. You, you you don't think they sat at that table and say, "Man, listen, um, Steve here, he's the one that want to drive this deal because you know he, he's an alumni of Ohio State." Oh no, that type of stuff, the alumni type of stuff that that uh, <laughs> go riding his caprice. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, it, it ain't. Mm. It's gonna take sacrifice. Everybody wanna go to heaven, but don't nobody wanna die. Yeah. So, so who gonna take who, who gonna be the guys? And and I, I think Dion kind of starting something, but he already rich. So he at any moment he could be like, you know what? The hell with this. I'm, and I'm straight. Cause you know he, t- he took both his kids there. Well, I think Dion starting something to get the look and get the like. Cause he's he was like, yo, why don't like one of the things he was like, why don't y'all these kids got their names, names on, on the back of the jersey? Yep. Stuff like that. Like little stuff like that at the tape. Cause it high schools with their names on the back of the jersey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't gonna take much but well I mean the start to change don't take much but it'll take a lot like you said for you a five star linebacker coming out of high school and you sitting and talking over with your parents you done you done talk to coach Buddy Pugh from South Carolina State and you done talk to uh, I ain't gonna say Nick Saban because Alabama that is cheating anyway but you, you just talk to the guy from say Virginia Tech and, and you sitting there looking at the pamphlet for state and you sitting there sitting there, and we ain't gonna talk about the money the embezzlement none of that so we just talking about the facilities the the stadium, it depend now it it'll depend on what kind of contract I can get. Yeah, now outside of it, you know what who, I'm you, who okay even with that, where you, where you think gonna get the bigger contract at? It depends. <laughs> it depends on like the guy right now is the third string quarterback at Ohio State signed a, a million dollar um, image and likeness deal coming out of high school because he was supposed to come on to, um, to Carolina, but then when Muschamp left, he uh, decommitted. And now he's the third string quarterback at Ohio State, but he signed coming out of high school to me because he was a five star quarterback in high school. Don't even start, but he's able to get a million dollar image and likeness deal. Now, ain't no way you can tell me your HBCU gonna give you that. Well, no, it ain't the HBCU gonna give you that because mm-hmm. he five star. He gonna get that million dollar deal regardless wherever he go. But but you don't think they had any influence on where he went? Mm, it depends on like the deal. That's what I'm saying. You, you you don't think they sat at that table and say, man, listen. Um, Steve here, he's the one that want to drive this deal because you know he, and he's an alumni of Ohio State. Oh no, that type of stuff, the alumni type of stuff that that uh that that play a part too. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So if you, if you want your kid to have this experience, 
is it worth uh, staying pro black and going HBCU, or, or do you want them to? I mean, and even with the networking aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, would I would your child have to join a fraternity or, or sorority to get networking aspects from HBCU for after college life? <sighs> That's a lot. I know. That's a lot. It depends on what shoe the uh, HBCU wear and um, how good the uniforms look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, as always, man, it's been good speaking with y'all. It's always good to sit in politics with my brother B, man. Um, Again, I apologize. I've been gone. Y'all been asking for me. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. It wasn't nothing y'all did. It was just timing. It was just timing. Um, Again, if you got any... Uh, topics, discussions, questions, uh, anything you want us to talk about, please feel free to email us at caneisablepod at gmail.com. Again, that is caneisablepod at gmail.com. Um, I got a list of those to go through. I promise I'm going to get through them. Um, also, find me on Facebook at Hennessy Black. Um, Instagram, Hennessy Black with two C's. Uh, Snapchat, Hen on the Rocks. Also, go follow the Kane is Able podcast uh, page on Facebook. Um, let's get this going, man. I'm back. We here. Let's go. I love y'all. Holla.